0: Welcome to The Underperformers, where we believe you deserve to find purpose and passion in your career. For many, though, work is mundane and meaningless. We know how discouraging it is to feel uncertain and unfulfilled. From manual labor to desk jobs,
1: we've worked at multiple Fortune 500 companies.
0: We invite you to learn from our successes and shortcomings to realize your worth and potential.
1: You're not a failure. You're not alone.
0: What does it mean to be an underperformer? You decide. Do it. Have you ever been kind of led along and thinking that hey, they're inferring or or basically telling me that hey, if you continue on where you're going, you could end up over here, mm-hmm. and that's that's where you want to go, or more money, home. more money, more responsibility, more flexibility, more paid time off, more status, whatever it may be. Have you been told that? But then no explicit plan was given. And then over time, you realized, that was a false promise. That's (laughs) never going to happen. That's never going to happen. Well, this week on The Interperformers with Spencer and Phil, we're here to talk about false promises and kind of all the things that go with it. And we will defend a little bit of employers because we understand not every boss in company is trying to lead you along. Sometimes things happen. I I think
1: in my experience when i feel like i'm being strung along it you know takes a little while to realize mm-hmm. that a lot of times the person that's promising me something has good intentions mm. and if it was entirely up to them they would follow through they would do it mm-hmm. but they either they just didn't have the power or the authority to make something happen that that they wanted to that they knew that i wanted Um, but rather than just being transparent of like, you know, I want that to happen for you, but I can't tell you when, um, instead, you know, I've been told just give it a couple more months or, you know, Oh, we're talking about it in our meeting this week. And it's like, it gives you that false Mm. hope (laughs) because of that false promise that, okay, okay. Yeah. Something's going to happen. And you could only put up with that for so long. Even if they are, they, they might have the best intentions in the world. They're not trying to string you along, but that's what's happening.
0: And, and I think that's like the really complicated part is I think people have good intentions. I think our, our call to action for leaders is stop giving false promises, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know people who just like really care about their employees and, and want the best for them and they're going to push, but if you're not the end decision maker, like if you don't own... The final promotion and the budget for the salary increase, or whatever it is, stop. Like, stop doing that. Right. Now, I think it's okay to like give them scenarios and be like, yeah, like, here's some things I could see happening. Right. Like, but, but here's kind of what has to happen from your end and from the company end. But don't sit there and say, dude, if you just like kill it, like, just slay, brother, for like six months instead of slay queen, (laughs) slay, brother. (laughs) Just you're, you're going to get there, dog. Like Sleigh, You're, you're going to do it, bro. Like, I saw it like this is yours, you know, um, instead of doing that, don't give them like realistic, you know, scenarios. And, and I think it's fine to say, Hey, I'm shooting like to, to get you to this point. I think that's fine. But it, it almost, yeah, it just, it almost makes the crash worse. I have had those same scenarios where it's like, Hey, I am like, Hey, where's that, that extra job or promotion or rage or whatever it is. Like, where, where is that? And like, Oh, you know what? I'm actually meeting with the CEO next week, dude. So like, we're, yeah, we're we're it's working on. I have seen those go over a year with nothing to show for it, mm-hmm. right? And so I understand it's from the best intentions from the boss, um, and I understand there's there's something with the company going on behind the curtain why it may not happen. Like I I don't necessarily always believe it's just the company trying to take advantage. I don't always believe that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just I feel like. There's just, people are in need. People need stuff. They need fulfillment. They need that. And it, at some point up the chain, it just gets lost as like, how ah, their need is just not that significant, right? It's not that significant for us as a company to try to do X, Y, or Z. Um, they have profit share, like a profitability shareholders they have to worry about. But man, those false promises are the worst. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's, I had a time working for a company where I made, made a pretty good amount of money, but it, the trade-off for that money was that they got to dictate my schedule. And it wasn't like a crazy, you know, you never know when you're going to work. It wasn't anything like that. It was just working nights and one day on the weekend. And it was like, okay, I could do that for a bit. And up front, they said, you know, we switch every six months or so. Mm. And so I was like, okay now isn't forever. <laughs> is that, is that the same? Yep, yep.
0: Now's not forever.
1: Now's not forever. It's like, okay, I can do this for six months. Mm-hmm. And so as the six months was approaching, it was like, okay, we'd, I'd start bringing up conversations. So when we look into change things and it was like, well, you know, this and this needs to happen. And then six months passed, seventh month's like, Hey, what's, you know, I'd really like to work the days, mm-hmm. have that opportunity. Cause it was a different type of work is, not just the shift, but the different type of work. Mm. It's like, I'd like to, you know, learn more, especially if I'm looking to, to advance with this company. And it was, well, this and this, and I got to talk to this person. And I mean, and I, I love, still great guy. Love this boss. Um, But it was just, and I know he wanted, wanted, he wanted to please everybody, I think. Right, that happens. Um, And so I think he was just telling me what, what he could like, well, this and that I ended up going, I think it was close to a year Woo! working, working the night shift, Ugh. which it, it wasn't all that bad. It was like, if I knew that that's what it was going to be mm-hmm. for a year, I I could have put myself in the mindset. Like, this is, this is my life now. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is my life. Now. Like, it's really not that bad, but just, the hope of, and and not just the hours like, oh, I'll I'll have my nights back. Like that's part of it, but it was like, oh, I also get to learn different side of this business. That, that didn't happen until a a good thing where I got to help um, launch a different location. And I, Mm. I did get, I eventually got that. Mm. Then maybe they saw that coming. I think we did talk about that a bit, but my question would be, are we thinking that we're just being fed these false promises or are we just impatient?
0: Because we all want questions? it now. <laughs> I know. And, and it's, I think ultimately going back to our comment earlier, where's the decision maker in this, right? I think why are we having so many conversations and talking about deadlines and dates and promotions and potential things happening if there's really no certainty Right. Um, one company I have worked for that I really enjoyed, they just said, Hey, when we get to a certain threshold, then this is where you're going to be. Right. And our current projections, you know, we need this. And like kind of the latest for this, we think this will happen will be at this time period. And it's like, Oh, it's like, but now you know, like we just got to get here. And when we get there, this is what we do next. Right. And it was from a decision maker though. Yeah. Um, but it was just like, Oh, okay. Every other time it's been, well, you know, we're trying to get this and like, you know, we definitely want to get you to that senior role. You know, we're going to promote you. I just, you know, I've got to wait for a certain time. I've got to wait for things to happen. And it just, it it felt like it was so ambiguous. Um, you know, I just, cause it's like, as a boss, do you want to be so honest? Like, I have no idea. Just work hard. Just whatever. Is that super motivating? You know what I mean? Like, especially if you care about the people, be like, dude, just shut up, Bill. Just well, do I, work, do success. I think you got to give them something. The exact
1: I agree. That's and my so point. So it's, it's pressure. I don't know. That's, for me, that's where transparency is key. Transparency like,
0: only goes as far as you're able to see into that transparency. Yeah. Because
1: right? yeah, I would always say, I try to empathize. Like when I was in a leadership leadership position, someone asked me for something, wanted to know. I would listen. I try to empathize. Like, yeah, that's a tough situation you're in. I, I could see why you want that. Um, and I would say, you know, I, I want what's best for you. I want to be able to say yes. but There's just a lot of factors I'm not able to decide. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not very motivating, though, for that person who whatever that thing is they right. want. So, like, you got to give them something. So, I think a lot of times as a leader, you feel pressure to be like, well... Um, let's just delay this conversation and I'll tell you in three months, something's
0: going to come up.
1: Uh, I, I don't know if that's what yeah. we're doing, but it's, that's tough.
0: Well, so part of this, I think with false promises is like, what, what are real and what are unreal expectations? Like what are realistic expectations and what are unrealistic expectations? Right. Um, because you and I have both been given roles where it's like, Hey, like we're going to hire you doing this, but like, just work hard, get to a certain point, And then we're going to get you to this extra point. Right. Um, and so from the get go, you're like, all right. But after a few months, you're starting to be like, it's not, what's going on? Like, I don't, I don't feel like I'm any closer. And I feel like they're saying the yeah. same thing they did is a few months, an unrealistic time frame to think anything can change. Maybe. Right. Like a few months, how much are you going to learn in five, six months? Right now, if you've been in a position for three years and they're still like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, three <laughs> more months, three more months, Bill, three more months. <laughs> Uh, then we're gonna get you to that lead position. Th- that's probably time to be concerned of like, hmm, have I just been led along? And then like all these awful thoughts of like I've been here three years and I'm in the same spot. But I I could have gotten that job across the street a year ago and I'd be making more money and I'd already be a lead, right? But I stayed here because of loyalty and because I was promised stuff. Yeah. So I think really sitting down and dictating your expectations of, yeah, like where where am I at? What what is there to compare? New companies it's hard, but like if you if you're at a huge corporate one, you see okay, Jason Jackson and Jonathan were all promoted between, you know, 12 months and 20 months, right? I've been here nine. Okay. I think it's fine. But if those guys have all been promoted in that time frame, I've been here two years. Then you start to question yeah, like, up? Ooh, what's going on? So back to the story when you talked about entitlement from a few episodes back about that guy you knew at some point, you're like, something's not right now. You can find out personally, maybe there's a reason I'm not being promoted. Do I need to work on something? But if you're not being provided feedback and they're just continue with the false promise, ah, red flag. Red, red flag. Yeah,
1: I would say rather than leave your fate into their hands, yes. you got to take some control. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you can only do so much, but one thing you could do is to ask for a plan. It's like state facts, like, hey, we've had these conversations. You've, you told me in our last meeting a month ago that it's just going to be another month here we are another month and it seems you're, you're actually telling me the same thing again. So what do I need to do and, and define it, mm-hmm. set these set milestones, set goals. I do these things. Okay. What needs to happen within the company in order to make this happen? And if you can't get a plan, mm-hmm. I think that's another red flag, Like you should be able to define what that is. Um, mm-hmm. Or get an honest, like, you know what, we I don't see you moving to the next phase or working in that department or mm. or whatever. You need to know where you stand. And its uh, I think it's up to you to seek that out. You might not always get it. Mm. But if you just sit there and let someone else decide what's going to happen to you, it's like, no, you, you need to figure out what the plan is.
0: Mm. And if you're not getting it, What's next? Yeah, time time to bounce. And and now is actually a really difficult time to be <sighs> talking about this because even like a year or two ago, I think you you held a little bit more power as an employee of like, man, job markets surging. You know, even, even in small towns, there's other places. But now this is actually like a really difficult conversation because if you get to that point, you might, and you, I mean, what if there's been layoffs? You know, I think most companies I know right now have laid off. Almost yeah. I think every company I've worked for has done laid off layoffs. Yes, I think I'm pretty sure that's true. So it it gets to a point of okay, now you gotta be expectations real like real of the environment, right? Like their promises are maybe false because of nothing in anybody's control other than the company struggling right now. Like it could it could be six levels up on the org chart of they're cutting this the entire second shift or third shift because they have to, right? Mm. And and that's when it gets difficult because you're like, hey, I'm being fed false promise. Like, well, take a look around and understand the business environment because maybe that lead position across the street, they did layoffs too. That you, you might not have any other option but to suck it up through this possible recession we're going through, right? <sighs> so it, this is where it gets difficult because yeah, it I – it's really hard to know when a boss is exploiting you or not. And that's the article we were talking about. You know, there's different questions like, is your boss exploiting you? Whether it's intentional or unintentional, um, big one is false promises or, you know, are you underpaid? Are you overworked? Irrelevant tasks? Is there favoritism? Like a lot lot of things to think about, but the false promise aspect, Phil and I have just experienced a lot, but then there's just so many things out of the control of the people making those false promises. So unless you do have something secure or, you know, it feels like you have a little bit less power to be like, Hey, if I'm not able to move up or I'm not getting where I want to be, do we dare say like work through it? I don't know, Phil, what do you think?
1: That's so, yeah, I would, I would say over a year ago. Yeah. Go for it do anything. I mean, that's, that's been my experience is I have always been able to be transparent Mm -hmm. with my leaders, let them know where I'm at, have open communication, I'm I'm the type of, I'm a type of person that my leaders confide in me and probably tell me a lot of things I shouldn't know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not just talking one job. I'm talking like almost every job Mm -hmm. I've been in. Mm -hmm. Um, But with today's job market, I don't, I don't know if you can, because the last time I did, it didn't, it didn't turn out Mm. so well. Mm-hmm. I shared my thoughts on mm-hmm. how I thought things should go mm-hmm. and was <laughs> kinda, kinda forced to quit. Yeah. Um so it yeah, this topic that we're talking about does come at a really tough time. Yeah. Because you it's like I don't want to say just give up hope and, ac- and accept no. the job for what it is mm-hmm. and just be. I, I unfortunately I think a lot of messages that we're getting today is just be grateful you have a job. Yeah. Mm. Which when things are bad,
0: yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit, a little bit more. You should
1: be just grateful you have a job, but mm. that's just not fulfilling. I don't think we are designed to just go to work, do something that's unfulfilling that we don't find purpose or meaning in um and maybe it's up to us to find it mm-hmm. in the worst job. Mm-hmm. To change our mindset mm-hmm. somehow and, and accept it. But that's just not as hopeful to me. Mm-hmm. And I feel bad saying it. But
0: Well, but you're being transparent again. It, it
1: might be the reality of the situation. Yeah, I, I was
0: gonna say you're being transparent. I having worked at a couple jobs where you get to a point and you're stuck, right? Like there's no there's no moving up unless something big happens. Uh, it's you, you have to make a decision of like, what are, what are you going to do? Right. Because you're, you're basically, you're doing this now, you know, you're doing this and you know, there's no, you know, there's no lies of like, Oh, in six months you'll get promoted. You just like, this is you until maybe something pulls up and you can get another job. You, you have to figure out how to deal with that. Right. And now a year and a half ago, I would have been more pushy to be like, Dude, you can make, like, you're not stuck. You can make that money doing a few other things, even if your education is lacking or what, like you can get something. Mm -hmm. It'll be different, but I guarantee you could work your way up, you know, doing something else. But now it's like, you might have to find something outside of work to deal with the false promises of thinking that you might get to a higher point. Like you might be stuck with a salary for an, like an unallocated amount of time because of the recession. We don't know when jobs are going to pick back up, when we're going to get to where we you know, we were recently, but yeah, you got to find a way, you got to find a way to cope. This is not a super hopeful message, but it's real. It's transparent. It's authentic. Mm-hmm. Of, I've had jobs where I was at a job a year longer than I wanted to be because I couldn't get anything else. You know, I was still finishing up some education and, and there really wasn't anything hiring at the time for me to be like, Oh, I'll jump on this. And, ah, yeah. You know, work sucks. I know. Thanks Tom. It's
1: <laughs> Yeah, for people dealing with the false promises and you know, maybe you're at a point where you're fed up and you are looking just keep going. Just mm-hmm. keep looking like someone's going to recognize your hard work, your potential and be willing to offer you something that's a bit more fulfilling. Um that's the only thing I could say to give you some type of hope mm-hmm. is just keep after it. Um you just, you might need to recognize where you're at the condition and you might need to accept that you, you shouldn't be strung along anymore. Like just stop, don't put your faith in somebody else. That's just going to keep you thinking and hoping when it's, it's never going to come to fruition. Just take charge of yourself of, and take charge yourself mm-hmm. and try to make something
0: happen. And I agree. It We've talked about way long time ago, we talked about letting fate dictate mm-hmm. your life. There's a lot of people who just let fate do it. And right now I, I say fate can be helpful sometimes, but you have to take ownership, exactly what you're saying. Take ownership. Don't let your success ever be dictated by anybody else um, with you having little to no control over that. Obviously, there's no one-man team. Everybody, we, we have to work as a group to succeed. We need other people. We need our network, our friends, our family. We we do rely on people at times. But when it comes to getting to where you want and you have to rely just on other people making decisions for you to get to where you want to be, let go of that. I understand It's it's not like you can always get your dream job the way you want. It's not always going to happen like that. But I think if you mentally make the decision to know that, hey, I'm in charge of my destiny. My decisions determine my destiny. Uh, You're going to feel more empowered. You're going to feel less affected by external influences trying to bring you down. You know, like when those things don't come to fruition, you realize, but that's fine because I control me. They don't control me. Because when you're letting fate decide it and your boss decide it and they come back and say, hey, it's still six more months, you will be deflated and defeated. Mm -hmm. But if you know, you know what? That's fine because I have a plan or I figure out where I want to go If you're not going to help me, I'm going to go find somebody who does. So that's where we'll go ahead and leave off. Sorry, guys. False promises are hard. Bosses, be better. Employees, be better at understanding that, you know, there's things that are outside of even those people giving you those promises. Um, And everybody, take charge of your life and create your own promises for yourself. So until next time, underperformers, leave a link or leave a link, leave a like, subscribe, give us some comments, more things we can talk about. Until next time.
1: See you. Take care.